Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. All right, welcome back. You Better You Bet. Jeremy Confield for Nick Costas. Got that frog out of my throat. I'm good to go. Um, nothing yeah. like live radio, live television. One time I was doing TV, uh, Ken, uh, Ken Barkley here is always uh, brought to you by BetMGM. Um, my nose would not stop running. The, one of the first times I was ever on TV for like a, a radio show that was simulcast. And I didn't know what to do. Like, I mean, I have snot just pouring down my face and I, have, I had a goatee at the time. So I'm kind of doing one of these numbers where I would lean like I'm looking and go, oh, yeah, what's well, over here? And try to, no, so yeah. my sleeves oh, were all tough. covered. It was, just, it was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it was pouring out of uh, my nose. So you were, you're. I mean, you, that's. This is why you have a career in radio, though. You're like painting a really good picture with your words. You're doing a really <laughs> good job. Now it's the, a disgusting the, picture that nobody wants to see, but it's. But you're still your your depiction of it yeah. is a vivid, vivid imagery going on there. Um, I'm gonna make a hard left turn to back to NLMVP <laughs> for a second, just to. Uh, I want to just read. Go ahead. This is a uh, Buster Olney tweeted this a couple days ago, just to like put an exclamation point on Acuna, and then Jake, we uh, want to get Jake's thoughts on NLMVP also. Uh, we're almost at the halfway. This is Buster Olney's tweet from a couple days ago. So since then, Acuna's probably had seven more home runs. Uh, we're almost at the halfway point. Acuna's on pace to finish the season with 216 hits, 216 hits, 79 walks, 141 runs scored, 102 runs batted in, 48 doubles, 35 home runs, and 72 steals. And then gives his triple slash too. Or his three-way slash, whatever you guys call that thing. Uh... 328-403-568 is what it is right now. Uh, Jake, are, we're, we're right, right? Like, you're, you're not trying to, like, fire money into this market on anything? No, absolutely right. I think it, Acuna should be, like, minus 500 probably right now, but he's not. I'm going to be honest, like, full transparency, he was minus 130 somewhere, like, yesterday or the day before, and I bet a little of it because I was like, yeah, like, this is going to go way, like, this is going to get to minus 200, 300, 400, 500. Like, Corbin Carroll being really, really awesome is going to make this kind of weird for a couple weeks, I think, where you might see Acuna come back closer to, like, the, that minus 130 range, like, maybe once more. But that's just because Corbin Carroll's really awesome and not because Acuna, like, stops being awesome. It's just because people are like, oh, well, look at Corbin Carroll. Oh, look, he's plus 950 or 10 to 1 or whatever it is. Well, let me put a little bit into that because maybe, no, it's just going to be Acuna. It's just <laughs> is. He's awesome. Like that's it. Yeah, we're we're real Team's close awesome. to like this yeah. market being dead too. Yeah, we're, and and this the story of and I know people who bet uh, any futures markets like to always like to try to beat the favorite. That's like always the goal of like almost anybody who's firing into this stuff. And but you know we, we say this on the show sometimes, and it didn't have to be true with Aconia, but just it now it definitely is, which is just you're you're looking for the vulnerable favorite. And yes, like he has a little bit of an injury history. If he were to get hurt, yes, someone else would win. Like these are all these are true things. But like when you're when you're narrowing yourself and you're putting yourself into a corner where it's like, well, I need the guy to get hurt in order to win my bet, that's not a place you want to be. Like you just especially with a player like this. Yeah. You just don't want to be there. And also, like, who would you even settle on to because like because if he gets hurt, things get real wacky. Like the Dodgers players are not playing very well. Like they're gonna give it to a rookie, maybe. Is it is it like does Fernando Tatis Jr. win like just uh, by default almost he's gonna have the best numbers at the end of the year despite not playing as many games so it just gets real funky if that happens but that has not happened yet so we don't really have to discuss that yeah I mean the price is moving in one direction it does not really create a valuable betting opportunity uh, 
yeah, it feels like both both MVPs are going to be defined this year by it was the favorite the whole time, which doesn't really happen a whole lot, even in baseball awards, which are kind of predictable. Like Otani was been the favorite day one. Okuna was the favorite like April 15th, like tax day. He basically became like unquestionable. He was like five to one for a couple weeks. Jake did it. This is, and this is like Jake victory lap almost. Jake literally talked him up from the start of the year. We talk about Framber Valdez. Jake gets to take like the same victory lap probably. We'll see how that goes. And uh, it just doesn't always happen that way, but sometimes it does. Justin Verlander, AL Cy Young last year, he was just the favorite the whole time. Like That's all that happened. And everybody was trying to take shots and none of them worked and happened sometimes. And with Otani, I don't know if he was ever that vulnerable unless the team was going to be bad. Acuna is not vulnerable right now. He's awesome. I just read you the projected stats. So it's just kind of like, that's where we are. If you're looking for betting opportunities in baseball awards, uh, the MVPs don't currently offer any really <laughs> they don't offer any betting opportunities now the other four markets actually three of the other four markets might um but jeremy i think that's just kind of where we are in both mvps yeah yeah it, you know and then look it's easier it's easy enough to say it because they've been the two best players in each each league you know like watching acuna too and I, I hat tip to jake for for being on it from the beginning i mean look he's a great player was coming off an injury but with the new rule changes he was absolutely going to kill it i mean the stolen bases for him that's, That's just point. an added bonus, yeah. And then you look at the power numbers, and that lineup, that lineup is just, it's devastating. They bet Michael Harris ninth, and, you know, <laughs> that's a guy that on most teams would be batting closer to the top of the order. So I just, I, I think they have a lot of talent there. I'm interested to see what they do at the trade deadline. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, like part of a, sometimes when a player has a strong statistical case, the counter argument involves team success and the Braves are just bulletproof here, man. Like they're the best, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. they may not finish the year with the best record. Maybe it's Tampa. Maybe it's somebody else that we don't see coming right now, but like they will be among the best records in all of major league baseball. So like their players will be eligible for all postseason awards and team success won't be held against them. Uh, let's do Cy Young's. Because we just did like two, to be perfectly honest, pretty boring betting markets. But sometimes I think it's worth doing a segment to say like, don't do it. Like to close the menu, <laughs> like put the phone away, like don't bet into this stuff. And uh, like stop talking to yourself into Arias hitting 400 or something or Corbin Carroll winning as a rookie. At least I would say stop talking yourself into that. The Cy Youngs, you could talk yourself into pretty much anything. And I'd be like, eh, okay, like whatever you say, um, the market at BetMGM. Shane McClanahan, who will pitch again tomorrow, uh, who missed one uh, one turn through the rotation, going to end up missing about 10 days with the precautionary removal due to a back injury. Uh, he's plus 260. He regained his position as the favorite once Kevin Cash announced that he would start Friday a couple days ago. That price move happened kind of in tandem with that news. Uh, Framber Valdez, who was like on pace for a pretty good start against the Cardinals, and then things went completely off the rails in like the middle of that game. He's plus 350. Kevin Gaussman, who's been really good in a couple of home starts, including his last one, he's plus 450. So think about that. Like, we just did two markets where there's a really big favorite minus price. You're trying to figure out if you want to beat them. This market, even the first three names, Garrett Cole's five to one. We might as well throw him in there, too. You have four names, not separated by very much. There is not, like, a clear favorite. McClanahan has the lowest price, but there's not, like, one guy you're trying to kind of beat. And, uh, and Otani, who just pitched really well the other day, is 10 to 1. There are more, we could go further down the list because there are more interesting names, but we can at least start there. Um, Jeremy, anything kind of stand out to you as interesting here? Nothing stands out as like, oh, this is something I love or I'd have to well, it feels wide open. go after. Right? Yeah, it, it feels yeah. completely wide open. Like, even the concern, I mean, we just talked about injuries, but like McClanahan's back, like, I mean, backs, that, if that's something, like, they can be kind of, you know, creaky, for lack of a better term. Like, you might have some issues down the line if it's, if it's anything serious. But I, I don't want to bet on that. 
Um, I guess the most interesting guy would be Framber Valdez to me, just because I, like I'm still waiting for Houston to kind of make that push, and I think he's the guy for them. I, I just, but I don't love it. Like the fact that he added in a cutter and he gets more K's and things like that. Like, um, I just think these are a bunch of guys that are all eerily similar, and it makes it really difficult. But if you if you force me to pick one, I might bet Framber Valdez today, but I don't love anything. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to. Uh, let me look, Jake. Why don't you go next on this one? Because you were you were uh, really ahead of everybody on Framber Valdez. Even if he doesn't win, you were kind of ahead of the market on that he was like a legit contender with a price that needed to be bet that was likely to drop. And I was like pretty reluctant to believe that. I was like, well, it could be this other guy. Sure, it could be Framber. Like I wasn't excluding him, but like I don't see why he stands out versus all of these other contenders. They all just seem like they have some chance. And you were really on this. What do you, now that we're here, like McClanahan two sixty, Framber three fifty, Gaussman four fifty, Cole five. Like any, is there are there are there more bets to make? Is this about right? Like how do you feel about your bet on Framber Valdez? Yeah, I mean, I think this is about right in this moment right now. I said uh, right before that Valdez start. I said on on the show, I was like, Vela's could be the favorite by this time tomorrow. And then, like you said, that game yeah. got really wacky and weird and bizarre. And we'll see what happens with McClanahan tomorrow. But as of right now, like, I'll say it again. I never, ever, ever want to bet Garrett Cole. Not You could give me 50 to 1. I don't want it. Don't want anything to do with that guy. I don't think Otani's going to win. They're not going to give him both, especially because now MVP is so boring. The only two that I think are really going to come down, I still think Valdez's price can come down even more. I don't know how to feel about Kevin Gausman because at yeah. home, if he made the if he made the next fifteen starts at home, I'm jamming this. I'm I'm bridge jumping this absolutely. Yeah, but it's so weird because at away from home, he does not strike anybody out. When he leaves Rogers Center, he doesn't strike people out, and he doesn't go as deep in games. It's so bizarre. Say whatever conspiracy theories you want. I don't really believe in him. I just think he's worse away from home, like a lot of pitchers. So it's really just for me, Valdez and Gausman. R.I.P. Joe Ryan. That was fun while it lasted. R.I.P. George Kirby. Oh, that was fun while it lasted. The Braves, what happened? The Braves happened. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's just that was, I mean, we said it yesterday. That was just a vomit-inducing turn of events yeah, for Joe Ryan. Tough. It was really, really gross. That was Jeremy with the um, snot. Running down the, the nose. Yeah, into his goatee. That, that was yes, me was. crying over Joe Ryan as snot was <laughs> right, pouring right. into my beard. Um, Jake, are you okay? Person, yes. Yeah, okay. thankfully I was home alone. My roommate wasn't. The only person that I otherwise really could see their price coming down, I still think Luis Castillo has a shot, I, and, I, and he's really interesting to me. It's just that he kind of has the Gausman issue where, like, when he's away from home, he's really, really average. So... I still think Valdez's price, I still think at some point he's going to be the favorite. I think if we do this in a month, it's going to be Valdez at like plus 175. So if you wanted to go bet something, I think it would be Valdez. I think he's going to be the favorite in about a month, maybe less. But I don't think that Cardinals start is indicative of his performance for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, we're we're heading to uh, obviously July 1st coming up really soon. And I, I always mention with all awards, but the pitching awards too, because, you know, the guys don't pitch as often. takes a little bit longer to figure out what's going on. Usually July 1st, you start to be like, okay, it's not that we know who's going to win, but like here's kind of the order of things. And then we got well, then we go from there into the all-star break and into the second the trade deadline, second half of the season. And it just feels like, especially in, in the NL, it's a different problem to try to solve. But in the AL especially, it feels like it's April 10th. 
That's what it feels like. It's just like, I don't, I don't, did I, have I learned anything? Like, have I and just, have I, and in the NL, I feel like we've learned a ton. It's just the candidates stink. Like in this, it's like almost like whatever push is going to lead to someone winning hasn't happened yet. So it could be a lot of guys. It still could be like, I mean, I, I really don't think Luis Castillo can win, but to Jake's point, that's how wide open it is that like, I have Castillo like 11th in my ratings right now. And if he had a really good month, he could be third or second. Like, and even with this many innings pitched for all these guys, all these guys are approaching a hundred innings pitched this season in, if we're just evaluating. So it kind of like two things, right? Like what has happened up to this point? This is the perfect time to do it. Almost July 1st. What has happened up to this point? And what is going to happen the rest of the season? If we're doing what has happened up to this point, the best the best season in terms of winning the AL Cy Young by a pitcher has still been Framber Valdez. Definitely. Doesn't matter what the Cardinal start was. Like, that's in this. His He rates out the best. He rates out closer to previous winners than everyone else. The really sicko thing is there's a pitcher just behind, and I can't believe this is still true, but it is. And so, like, whatever. I, like, I didn't, when I made up the formulas, but, like, I didn't, put my hand on the scale to like like nathan eovaldi is like weirdly still scoring awesome in everything that matters and i don't think he's gonna win but i'm just telling you like it's pretty wild that to like the way that i have things kind of rated right now framber and him are like in their own category and then there's like nine pitchers in the other category and the, the gap is not significant could probably be overcome by a start and a half or two starts but that's like Cole, McClanahan, Gaussman, you know, like in order. Then you have like the Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Otani, Luis Castillo group too. But like all kind of in that push, it's just like, okay. So now I go back and I look and I go, who's going to make that push? Like I, it's it's obviously really tough to predict. And like, does that make me want to bet on anybody? So like the bet, Jake's still right in a way like the bet is still Framber because he's ahead in terms of McClanahan, Framber's like actually kind of far ahead statistically. Like McClanahan, not in the top 10 in whip, not in the top 10 in FIP, like 14th in F war, which is obviously more based on the predictive metrics, but like he's definitely, McClanahan's not ahead. So like this is like to a certain extent, this isn't right. Like this, the yeah. gap between McClanahan and anyone else who's pitching well is not correct. McClanahan can be in the first group. That's okay. It's a great record. The team's awesome. You got a ton of strikeouts. But like, even with this most recent injury, kind of because you get an abbreviated start and a missed start, that hurts. You're not going to pitch a ton of innings maybe late in the season. Like all of this adds up. It just makes things so unclear. Like I, I think pricing wise, Framber should be the favorite right now. Not by a lot. Is he going to win? I this is one where I literally go I have no idea but I do think like MVP don't pay attention like don't like b b set an alert on your phone if Acuna gets hurt or if Otani gets hurt that's it this market okay like you maybe don't jam things right now there might be tremendous opportunity to bet this market in the next like month who is making that push to separate in that pack of like nine pitchers and sort of like take more of the reins and some of the key statistics well, we've got NL Cy Young to break down as well. That's going to be a fun one with a lot of guys in that pictures as well. So we'll get to that. Uh, we've got more. We've got some trivia coming up, power hour, lots of, lots of great stuff. We'll do that right here on You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network.